0: It's interesting because I didn't really think about becoming a nutritionist or starting a business. I went back to school and got certified in Eastern and Western nutrition. I was just fascinated with it because also I was never really that well or didn't have a lot of energy and I had, I struggled with anxiety my whole life. So I personally was interested in like, oh God, I need to, this life needs to feel better and I want to be calmer and more centered and all of those things that I had never felt You're listening to the MILF Podcast. This is the show where we talk about motherhood and sexuality with amazing women with fascinating stories to share on the joys of being a MILF. Now here's your host, the MILFiest MILF I know,
1: Jennifer Tracy. Hey
0: guys, welcome back to the
1: show. This is MILF Podcast, the show where we talk about motherhood, entrepreneurship, sexuality, and everything in between. I'm your host, Jennifer Tracy. I'm so excited because today is our first episode of February 2019. And last month our January give was for an organization called Harvest Home LA, and we were able to make a lovely donation to them on January 31st. I'm very proud of that. Thank you everyone who left an iTunes review. So, this month I'm going to I'm going to up the stakes a little bit, you guys. So, for every iTunes review that you guys post in the month of February, I am going to donate $25 per review to this beautiful organization that JK Rowling founded called Lumos. Lumos is located at wearelumos.org. If you want to check them out, please do. They're beautiful. If you want to donate to them on your own, please do that. But just know that um, for your action of writing an iTunes review for MILF podcast, I will be donating $25 in the month of February. This is from their their homepage. So what they do, it's really beautiful. They help families to bring their children home. So there are, as I'm learning through Lumos, there are a lot of thousands and thousands of children in orphanages, thousands of children that get sold to traffickers, thousands of children who are living in squalor in these homes. What Lumos does is they are trying to provide services, health care, and education so that children can be with their families. So let me just read this straight from the website. We help families to bring their children home. We work with international donors, governments, and communities, helping them redirect funds from orphanages to provide health, education, and social services so children can be raised in loving families. We train professionals to deliver better care and support. We transform the conditions that leave children at risk of trafficking and abuse. We help families to bring their children home. And if you kind of go through their website, you'll see the stories uh, of what they've accomplished so far, and it's pretty phenomenal. Their whole thing is that by 20, the year 2050, they want to have this eradicated, that there won't have, be a need for orphanages. And what they do is worldwide... It's really impressive. I'm very impressed, which is why I'm, I'm so proud to be able to donate to them. And whether you guys write iTunes reviews or not, I'm going to be making a donation, but I just, it's a fun way to get you guys to participate in this with me. And so that we can continue to learn about all these wonderful organizations that are out there. And I love that, that a mom started it. That's the month of February. Let's see. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce today's guest, Alyssa Goodman. Alyssa is the best-selling author of the book Cancer Hacks. She's a holistic nutritionist, lifestyle cleanse expert. She's just generally a badass. She is beautiful. She's sexy. And she knows a lot of stuff about the body, about um, holistic medicine, about nutrition. Like, I went to her house and she made me this beautiful uh, green juice. And it was so delightful and refreshing. And it was even better because it was served to me by her and her home. It was such an honor to interview her. And I really hope you guys enjoy this talk with Alyssa Goodman. Hi, Alyssa. Hi. Thank you so much for being on the show.
0: I just, I'm honored every time I get asked to do a podcast. And so
1: I just, I love it. Well, I just admire you so much. You're such a graceful, open, loving person. And when I met you at the Self-Care Project with um, Dr. Suzanne gilbert Lens. She immediately pulled me over because I had a fangirl moment. I don't know if you remember. I did. I recognized you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, my God. And I said, Suzanne, Suzanne. And she said, oh, oh, oh. And she introduced us and very graciously. And I immediately said, I want you to be on my show. And you were so open. And she said, absolutely. And it was just so yes. loving and nice and, and also in line with everything that you do. But
0: I'm not used to those fangirl moments. Though. Really? They're, they're so wonderful. But you know, you sort of, I bet you get recognized a lot though, in LA, especially. I do. I guess I do and I don't. Right. Um, when well, people but, are
1: cool. They're not like me. They're not like, oh. I wish they were more like you. <laughs> so makes you feel excited. good. Oh my God. I mean, I just I get like that, you know? So just because I mean, also, I mean, it's the reason I started the podcast. I'm a fan of women taking bold steps and doing things that are helping other women. I mean, not just women, but like it, that's a bold, you know, it's a bold thing to like start something new and have create an idea and birth something else. So, but I want to start from the beginning uh, just a little bit. I want to know like, where were you born? Where were you raised? What was your childhood like? I was born in Evanston,
0: Illinois. And when I was one, we moved to Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Both my parents had met at University of Arizona and in, in Tucson. So, and they're both from Chicago, but so they went back to Chicago. Like,
1: F this cold weather. You got it. <laughs> So you were raised in Arizona. I was raised
0: in Arizona. Oh, that's
1: a nice place to grow up.
0: It was. It was beautiful. I have an older brother who's three years older. And um, I was there till I was 22. And then I got out of there and moved to New York. So it is a great place to grow up. It just was a little slow and not very diverse. Oh, yeah. Of
1: course. Yeah. Well, and... You being you, you needed to get to the big city and do things. So what did you do when you moved to New York? You just tagged me. <laughs> um, I was in the marketing
0: advertising business. And I sold TV time for years. And then I sold ad space for magazines and some really fun Architectural Digest and Vogue and some really fun magazines. Good housekeeping.
1: Oh, wow. Which was quite interesting. So that's interesting. and And we'll circle back to that because I'm sure it informed a lot of what you do now.
0: Yeah. I got lucky because, you know... Um, starting a business later in my life, I had that advertising marketing and I knew how to market myself. Um, so that combination really did help.
1: Yeah. So so you're in New York, you're in your 20s, you're living your best life. What what part of town did you live in?
0: I lived in like four different places in the eight years I was there. <laughs>
1: yeah, of course. That's how it is. I <laughs> kept trying to yeah. move
0: up into a bigger <laughs> space, but sometimes that didn't work so well. Um, but I met my husband there. So um, yes, I... I did love. I loved New York. I thought that was the best time of my life. Um, even though I was sick a lot because I was always sick growing up, and I didn't have the strongest immune system, so the cold weather and the stress of the city and the energy of the city yeah. did a number on me. Yeah. Um, but I still remember it with a fond, you know, yeah. just a big heart. I just loved the people I met and just the
1: energy and just um, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And so you met your husband and what what is what, what did he do at the time or what? The same thing. The same so of thing. Course, we met
0: while working together in the advertising business and um we worked together for a little bit and then he went on to work for ABC TV. So, and he sold um television time for them. Got and it. he was from Queens, um was born in Miami but lived in Queens and lived in New York all his life and had never been to the West Coast. So, when we got married, and I said, "Hey, we're moving west he he didn't quite understand west like <laughs> he didn't know Pacific Ocean. Right. Uh, he thought, you know New Jersey
1: right <laughs> so you said we're going to l a yes and and
0: yeah, you- i just i could I just needed to get out of like the weather, and I couldn't like really picture raising kids there. So um, I said, you know, I want a slower life and I want more sunshine and hot weather because I, because of course I was accustomed to that from Arizona and he ended up getting a job with ABC out here. So it was a really nice transition. And then he went to work for the Discovery Channel for years, which Mm. was also fabulous.
1: That's great. So you've been out here for a long time. A long time. Yeah. And then, so how soon after that did you have children?
0: Well, I got diagnosed with cancer when I came out here like two years, a year and a half after I got out here. And I started working for Vogue magazine um, and I was diagnosed with um, non-Hodgkin's non-Hodg- lymphoma. And um, so that was a little bit of a halt in the kid department. Wow. Well, yeah. I was trying to have kids. I had three miscarriages, actually. Wow. So then I ended up um, having a massage one day and a woman was had me sit up and they, she was massaging my neck and my collarbone. Usually they don't have you do that. Usually you're on the right. table, and she felt a lymph node on my collarbone, and she said, "You know, you're not supposed to have a swollen lymph node there. So go get it checked out." Got it checked out. The doctor didn't even do a biopsy. He came in and like felt it, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is probably cancer."
1: That's what he said. Yep. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> that's terrible bedside manner.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, you must was, have
1: been terrified. What were you? Thirty years old? I was
0: thirty-two. Oh my
1: god.
0: I know. It was it was terrifying, you know, because you automatically think when you hear that word, "I'm dead, I'm dead," yeah, or I could die, <sighs> right. So it was a little bit of a journey. Um, I the doctors were very much they did find it was an early stage, but even the early stage, the doctors were still in that mindset: chemo, radiation freeze your eggs. Cause I hadn't had kids. Right. And, um, also do you have a donor? You know, that first meeting was all of that. Do you have a donor to have a transplant? You might have to have one. It's just, it, I, just the way they
1: treat you. Marrow, bone marrow transplant. Uh-huh.
0: Wow. So I ended up seeing a couple other doctors. And in the meantime, there was a guy, a radiologist, oncologist that came into my circle and I went to see him Radiologist. um, And he said to me, he sat me down and he said, you know, it's an early stage. Can you just tell me about your life? Like, what's life been like? Are you happy? What you're doing? Or do you have passions in your life? Uh, You know, yeah. Are you stressed? Um, It was quite exceptional because doctors today still don't do that. And I burst into tears. I'll never forget. Just hysterical. Right. Like I just
1: got chills everywhere.
0: I'm really not happy. I moved from New York. I don't really love LA. It was hard to really infiltrate myself into the LA scene with everybody living so far apart. And, you know, just, just, it was hard. Yeah. And, um, at 32 for some reason. And then also just, I wasn't happy with my job and, I just, it was a hard transition, and yeah. um, I had grown up in a very stressful, you know, type A family, so I was sort of sort of, always stressed my whole life. I didn't mm. even know what non-stress was like, so, yeah, I was like, wow, he was amazing. He goes, you know what, let's slow this process down, and maybe, you know, you can do, he did say, you know, a little chemo, a little radiation, but... I ended up doing some research, and I just found an oncologist who, or radiologist, actually oncologist who did half the radiation. And I just changed my lifestyle. Then I, I just said, you know what? I'm going to heal from this, and this is my wake up call. And I went into juicing. Beverly Hills Juice in L.A. was the only juice place oh in my town. Gosh. Do, do you yes, know that place? of course. <laughs> Everybody yeah. does. It's yeah. an institution, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And then Mrs. Gooch's, um, which was his Whole Foods now. And just, I went and, I did acupuncture. I mean, there was so much here and there still is, but there was so much wellness. Yeah. And I started doing yoga and I actually went into therapy in a big way. So I just got my emotional stability better and um, my food better and just
1: started, you know, really taking care of myself in a lot of ways. So Wow. Wow. What what an amazing physician that, was it a man? It was a man. Oh, that's that's just amazing. And so what was the journey of the rest of that cancer?
0: So I did the radiation and then I just did this whole protocol with, you know, just on my own, really. I came up with a juicing and went to every day I juiced a lot of carrots, which I wouldn't do today because of the sugar. Right. i heard that. yeah, Yeah. He had beet and carrot. He had like, not very tasty juices. Right. They were very not like this. May no. I ask? Because yes.
1: Alyssa made me this glorious juice before. Absolutely. She off she said, I'm gonna make myself a juice. Would you like one? And I was like, as if I'm gonna turn it down. <laughs> like that was a cute. What response. is in this?
0: So it really is simple. It's celery and cucumber and romaine and lemon.
1: Oh, and it's just it's refreshing. So refreshing, yes.
0: And all of those things have incredible nutrients. I mean, the liver. They say can detox the, I mean, the liver, the celery can detox the mm. liver, the cucumber can detox the kidneys, and the lemon is really great for detoxing the intestines. Yeah. And the romaine is just full of nutrients. I mean, just like kale and spinach, and we sort of forget about wheat juicing romaine, but... Yeah, it's so light. Yeah, it's light. I love the lightness. Oh, so... Yeah. I know I'm a I'm always been a juicer ever since then,
1: Wow. Okay. yeah. so
0: I juiced and I did the vegan thing, which not very successfully, um because I didn't really know what I was doing. but I did I healed. And um, I ended up going back to vogue, but you know, the first couple of weeks I got shingles because of the stress and I wasn't quite ready to go back to work. Your body was telling you yes. <laughs>
1: something. And oh I quit. Gosh, yeah,
0: And I went and found, I was working for a, like a New York Times magazine that I ran the office out here for about a couple more years. And then I got pregnant with my first daughter. So um, in 1990, like three years later, wow. I had to wait a few years, they told me, before I right. get pregnant. And so I got pregnant with her right away, um, which was really nice. That's so great. Yeah. So you, I did had you, her in 95.
1: Did so. you have to use um, the frozen eggs? Was there? No, I didn't do any it of that. It was just all natural. They just
0: radiated the, like my upper body, my chest yeah. and my neck. And, but I did get hypothyroidism because of radiating my thyroid. Ah. Uh, so I, I definitely didn't walk away clean. Right. I did right. have
1: illnesses and, you know, a lot of issues afterwards. Right. So. so then you have your first daughter. Yes. And your new mom. And what was that like? Nerve wracking. Yeah. That was still,
0: <laughs> isn't it for everyone? <laughs> yes. Um, I was still working and pumping right. and working and right. pumping, you know, that whole, right. um, I'll never forget one time going up to... I serviced the West Coast. So I was in Seattle and Portland for the magazine mm-hmm. and I had to go take a trip and, um, take my pump with me, you know, and my, um, manager, my guy from New York who oversee who saw me, he, I just remember being in such excruciating pain of, you know, not being able to step aside and pump. Oh, it's so that it hurts it so, so hurts. bad. So bad. I'm grabbing my breast right now. Never empathy
1: for them. Actually, I
0: think I forgot my pump. That's why I forgot my pump. Oh, I'll never forget that.
1: How long were you not able to pump for? A day? Two days? Two days. Oh.
0: It was yeah. I had to try to do it, so you know, manually
1: in the shower. Oh, you well, yes, to just yeah. for the for the, for pain. the relief for yes. the pain. Oh. I'm squeezing. I know. <laughs> I'm just listening to you it talk all, about it was it. awful.
0: I don't think people have to do that these days. There's so many. I'm sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so wow.
1: So how long did you did you do that for?
0: I actually just worked for job. a couple years. Okay. And then, or I worked till I had my second daughter three okay. years later. Okay. And then I. Stop working, yeah. and, um, I just raised my girls. so
1: um and it just was I love how just. you say just <laughs> I mean, but we're we're conditioned to say that. I mean, but it's not that you meant it like that, but you meant like your that was your sole focus
0: it was my sole focus. But the right? fact
1: is it's such a massive
0: it's a massive undertaking, yeah. right? And then the saddest thing of all was, you know, uh, my girls were, um I think it was seven and four. And my husband was diagnosed with cancer, so just right in there, you oh. know, year those crucial years, yeah, when I know that subconscious is fully downloaded by the age of seven. Um, but it was just it was a really scary time. So he got diagnosed with stage two non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and but for some, he had one fast-growing cancer, and then the other one was a little slower growing. So. He got through first treatment fine, but then literally like two months later, it came back and it actually had gone into his spinal fluid. Mm. And then he had two bone marrow transplants in a year, which is so unheard of. Mm. And then he ended up passing away of fungal pneumonia because his immune system was so compromised at 45. So they were 10 and seven at the (sighs) time. So that was not a fun time and it was so stressful and I just was terrified.
1: Of course. I mean, did you have support at that time?
0: I had a lot of friends that I, we had made because the girls were in school and a really great school with lots of wonderful people and he had great people from work and we had, we had built a really nice community for ourselves. So we did, we had a lot of support, which was amazing. Yeah. but it was still like, of course, scary thinking. Course. What am I going to do with myself? Oh, yeah. And and then lost these, your partner. Yes, and that's, yeah. And these two girls had two parents who had cancer, yeah. and that I think for me was like a wake up call as well. Like, are they going to automatically think they're going to get cancer? Uh, I mean, and also the trauma that they went through with him getting sick uh, and then watching him, yeah, like die, yeah. was also pretty horrible for yeah. them. I mean, I don't think they'll ever get over it, right? So yeah,
1: how can you? I mean, I something like that. It's not something you you can get over.
0: No, no. It's
1: part of their tapestry now.
0: Yeah. So we've a lot of years having to deal with their trauma and PTSD yeah. of all that, as well as getting them. You know, I'm overly like it. My intention to keep them healthy, which of course backfires. As you know, when yeah. you're the mom and you're forcing them to eat certain sure. things, and also juice these, sure, you know, sure, drink these sure. juices, um, so it it definitely does backfire on me. Yeah, but um, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so was that the impetus for you to then start this business?
0: And it's interesting because I didn't really think about becoming a nutritionist or starting a business. I went back to school and got certified in Eastern and Western nutrition. I was just fascinated with it because also I was never really that well or didn't have a lot of energy. I just, and I had, I struggled with anxiety my whole life. So I personally was interested in like, oh God, I need to, you know, I, this life needs to feel better and I want to be calmer and more centered and all of those things that I had never felt plus more energized. Like I always felt like I was behind the eight ball. So I got certified, and then, like, three months after I did, a friend of mine brought Cafe Gratitude from San Francisco to LA to the large bot yeah. location. Yeah. And she said, You know, would you be interested in creating a food program or A cleanse, as they called it,
1: um, for us. That was where I was first introduced to you. Oh, really? Not personally, but that's where I first started seeing your stuff and started following your journey. And I was, Mm -hmm. at that moment, so impressed by you. And I just thought, this lady's really special. Wow. Thank you. It was
0: such an incredible opportunity because that launched my career. Yes. Um, and I did that for four years. Yeah. And then a year into the Cafe Gratitude program, M Cafe, the owner, was a friend of ours. So he asked me to do a macrobiotic mm. food program for him. So I did that for probably six years. And then Erewhon, the new owners bought, took over Erewhon and I became friends with them. And they asked me to do a program. but That one didn't last that long. Mm. because. The other ones were, you know, put together for people and packaged and they'd pick up or delivered. Right. It was, but Erewhon, you had to go in and pick out your I own I remember
1: that. Stuff. I was like, well, I don't want to go do yeah. that. Well, no. I'd rather just do it in Cafe Gratitude. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: nobody a- wants to go in and like pick it out and... Yeah. Yeah, exa- they want it all packaged for them. Yes. And
1: if told you're going to do that. Right. I mean, I, I still go into Erwan and spend my whole paycheck because I like to do that I for know. a half a bag of groceries. <laughs> Isn't that for sure? But I, it's, I just do. I love it. I don't do it all the time, but right. I, I love it in there. It's just... Anyway, it's a, it's a it's splurge for crazy. sure. It's a crazy... It,
0: I just... Watching that store change from the... The mom and pop store it yes, used to be. And the
1: dirt on the floor and yeah. the bins. Oh, no. It was so... <laughs> I loved it when it was more of like just the, the hippie, hippie health food store. In fact, the man who was the manager there, I wish I could remember his name back then. He was so kind. He taught a co- uh, cooking course on how to make a vegan Thanksgiving because I also Ooh. was vegan, very badly vegan for a couple years of years in my 20s. And I was going to host Thanksgiving. And my other girlfriend was vegetarian. And I was like, oh, she's coming with her boyfriend. So I took this class and he taught us how to make all this beautiful, amazing, vegan, Thanksgiving-inspired food. And it was taught in the Air one Wow. And they had this like kitchen, kitchen space. Kitchen space? Yeah. It was so lovely. But you know, yeah. I like how it is now, but it's yeah. just, it's different. It's not. Oh,
0: it's totally different. Yeah. I know. They're just, they're on the leading edge of yeah. health and wellness as yeah. a store. I mean, there's no other store in the country like it. But yes, you do sadly pay Oh, for health and boy. wellness. From, I mean, my yeah. ex-husband
1: calls it the pink slip store <laughs> <laughs> because we have to, he feels like you have to give them the pink slip to your house. It's just...
0: I know. It's yeah. true. It's true. And I went in there. My youngest is in Spain. So she was traveling abroad and I went in to get some supplements for her, but she's gone until the end of May. So I had to, I bought quite a few things of supplements and we bought some food. I was with my fiance and oh my God, when that like number came up on the screen of how much
1: fellow we were
0: like he was like oh my I, what did you buy I know and those supplements are a fortune oh they're so, a fortune yeah but
1: but when you really realize what the ingredients are well we'll get back yeah. to that so because you know all about that so you had all these programs running it just sounds like it just caught fire you did the cafe gratitude thing then the M cafe. Airwant, like you're just everywhere all of a sudden
0: it was so fun and then i put together a 21 day do-it-yourself cleanse on my site so people outside of la could you know just experience healthy food yeah. and healthy living um and i did that and then four years ago i was like wow i've done all these programs for other people why am i not doing you know something myself and a lot of clients were saying will you cook for me and I'm not really a chef. I love healthy food and my assistant does a lot of the cooking.
1: Mm.
0: Um, so for some reason, I do know how to pick out good stuff. I have an eye for it, but she does fill in and help me with all of it. Yeah. But so we did, we together, we sat down and we were like, oh, let's just try, like maybe we'll cook and deliver a cleanse, you know, ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we just finished our fourth year last year and we have this cleanse that has been so much fun. It's like soups and salads and every everything that I like to eat. Yeah detox tonics and broths and it's lo- it's plant-based and it's loaded with veggies because I feel like people do not eat enough veggies. Oh gosh, that's me. And I, no gluten. Terrible. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of us could
1: say that and no gluten, no sugar, no this dairy. This drink you've so generously <laughs> given me might be the first group of vegetables I've had in like three or four days. <laughs> it's really sadly. Bad woman. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling myself out. That's okay. I love that part.
0: I know it's, um, we just, we don't get nutrients at a cellular level. And yeah. so that's, so I was thinking, you know, nutrient dense, just whole foods going back to the basics mm. for people. And it just, it took off and it's been, we service like almost 50 people every other week.
1: What? Yeah. That's huge. So a hundred no people idea. a month
0: and it sells out. And we just were the January we're we're talking. Well, okay,
1: so so you have a limit. I was going to say. You yeah, must we have, have to a limit. Cap we can't do more yeah, than yeah. forty
0: nine, forty eight, fifty. And um, this month we do three weeks in a row because it's you know everybody's trying to get back in into January. the swing of things. Yes, of course, right? yeah. And we sold out the whole month, so it's like, what is this really happening? So great, it's really there's such
1: a thirst, literally yes. and spiritually, like for what you're offering. That's so great.
0: The, the great thing too is I think you can understand this when you get a home-cooked meal and your mom cooked or you cook or for your family, it's it's just full of love most of the time. Yeah. And it's a whole different vibe. Yeah. So the chefs that work for us and, you know, everybody is like full of love yeah. and intention of putting, you know, just mm. high vibration and good energy into the food. So i feel like hopefully that comes through with yeah, it as well. Of course. Um, and that's, I think that's what's led to the success is just that we all absolutely love what we do and we love the food and we're foodies. We The food has to taste good. Yeah. So, I mean, we switch it up at four times a year so people don't, because we have a lot of people that repeat. Yeah. So they don't get
1: tired the same, of the same. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a lot of work. And you're constantly a lot of work. making appearances now. And I mean- Tell me what else is going on with your business. I
0: wrote the book a couple of years ago, Cancer Hacks, and I just healed from Hashimoto's. I put myself in remission. So that's another thing that I'm getting ready to hopefully write a book on autoimmune hacks, my story of how I healed. Um, because I know a lot of people out there, it's the fastest growing autoimmune disease today. And um, thyroid issues are just on the rise. Yeah. And so there's a, you know, there's just, I mean, I spent years trying to figure out what was wrong, first of all. And then once they figured out what was wrong, I was on meds for 21 years um, and still didn't really feel fantastic. I felt good, but I didn't ever know what great felt like. Mm. So when I, three years ago, I did, uh, read the medical mediums book. I do love alternative, you know, modalities. Um, I'm not just based in science, so I can be a little woo woo. Oh, I'm
1: way woo woo. (laughs) Okay, go (laughs) ahead. You you have the right girl in front of you. I'm so, I just saw my astrologist, (laughs) right. Remington, my astrologist, he's, he does like astrology, tarot and numerology he's amazing. Um, I, love yeah, I'm with you. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You, so you were, I'm into yeah, all that, the yeah. crystals
0: and the Reiki yeah. and the energy healers for years. Yeah. And so I basically read the medical medium's book, Anthony William. And then I had a session with him. I got lucky because it was before he stopped talking to people. Right. Um, and he basically said, you have you know, viruses and toxins in your thyroid and your liver, and you need to do something about them. Or you're gonna have a serious health issue. And I was like, okay, another, you know, wake up wow. call.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, and you can't test for that. You don't know if you have pathogens and bacteria and viruses, right. but I know we all do in yeah. our system. So we we come into the world toxic and I think yeah. you know, we just we can't help but pick yeah. up toxins along the way. So I did a protocol of his very easy for about three months, and I went into feeling great.
1: And after three, three months? months,
0: I felt I, I started to wean myself off with a doctor, yeah. my thyroid medication. And ever since that day, that was probably two and a half years ago. I, I mean, I, of course, I have moments I don't feel great. So right. I, won't, I won't. You're still human. Yeah, I'm still human. You
1: are a superwoman, but you're still human.
0: I was like, wow, this is what it could feel like. Uh, like, it was pretty incredible. He helped me lower my viral loads and my bacteria and fungus loads in my body and that's i think when you know the body starts to really be able to function properly cells are able to replicate and duplicate properly you know cuz your body's so busy fighting off all this like these toxins yeah. when it's when it's not so busy doing that then it really can you know efficiently run on yes and thrive so, and thrive yeah so i mean i just but i wasn't through it because my numbers my blood work still showed that i was off the charts high with my thyroid numbers or low, what TSH was high and T3, T4 were low. And my antibodies were still off the charts high. And then I ended up like months later meeting a functional medicine doctor in New York, Gabrielle Lyon. And she said to me, she didn't even like test or anything. We were meeting just as because someone said we should meet. And she was fantastic lady. And she looks at me and she goes, I think you might have a parasite. And I was like, how do you know that? Because you're just looking at me. And she said, I want you to go see this disease, this disease doctor, um, infectious disease doctor up the street tomorrow. And let's just see. Let's just rule it out. And I went to see him, old guy in his 90s, who was quite exceptional on Fifth Avenue and ended up having Giardia. Oh, my gosh. And I took care of that. My All my numbers came down. So my antibodies came down. I'm sure and
1: that's so much more common than we even realize.
0: So I think that, you know, parasites and sure. all that kind of stuff that we don't really think about as much and test for. And also heavy metals. I had high mercury and arsenic. Yeah. Arsenic. Arsenic. Yeah. And a lot of my people who eat chicken, lots and lots of chicken test high for arsenic. I Interesting. Know. Yeah,
1: I'm off chicken right now. Not even like I mean, I still eat meat, but I'm having one of those. I go back and forth with chicken, where my body just gets repulsed, and I'm like, oh, I can't the texture of the uh, same here. I'm just having one of those But sometimes I'll be like, oh, I, I'll have a chicken sandwich or whatever, but I'm I can't just yeah. Interesting. Right. Arsenic. I, know. I Ars- never would I have guessed that. So wow. that yeah, that
0: okay. it was a. I mean, functional doctors do tests for those things when yeah. you have autoimmune stuff. Yeah. So I always recommend to my clients to go see a functional doctor or somebody, an integrative one who is interested in getting to the root cause of why you have these issues. Um, and a lot of them are heavy metals and mold and you know um, parasites or these toxins or virus yeah. viral issues. My Epstein Barr came up even though I had mono and strep and tonsillitis and all those things as a young sure, but person. it was still dormant it's, and got
1: re yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So so you had this doctor here that was treating you with a three month protocol. Was, was it with herbs or what yeah? Was he- it was
0: with um, it's bioactive silver, which is. Everywhere. Sovron makes one that is, you know, an antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral. I was doing that with some high concentrated zinc liquid, which is great for immunity and also helps like the cells seek out and destroy viruses. Wow, It's pretty cool. And then I was doing high dose ester C and lysine. Lysine is a big viral, right? Like um, ester C just comes down the central nervous system and can have some like helpful benefits on viruses as well, um, build the immunity. And then I did some licorice root extract. Um, a lot of this stuff was liquid. Like it was interesting. It worked. That's why I think it works so fast. And I love herbs. I love herbs that have been around forever, like licorice root or cat's claw or yeah. olive leaf is, yeah. you know, phenomenal lemon balm. So I was on the licorice root, which is incredible for adrenals. Really? I don't recommend the the liquid for people who have high blood pressure. So, but if you have low blood pressure, it's like, whoa, a lifesaver. It's beautiful. So, or there's licorice root tea that
1: is pretty incredible. So I should try that because I For adrenals? Yeah. I Mm -hmm. I always, when I get tested for, you know, um, my my acupuncturist, Yael- uh, Oh, she's mine too. Oh my God. Isn't she the best? (laughs) She's the best. She's a genius. Actually, I want to get her on the show as well. Yes, you must. So you know how she does the testing, the arm, the um, kinesiology Uh testing? Yeah. She's always like, Whoo, your adrenals are just shot. <laughs> like we laugh about it. And I then, know. she's like, You need the ocean trace minerals. I'm like, I have them. And last time I was a couple of weeks ago, she goes, and you just look at them in your kitchen. <laughs> like, yeah, I just look at them in the vials. Like, <laughs> but yeah. You no. and everybody
0: else probably have a like a supplement you know, row in their oh, it's kitchen terrible. or their bathroom. And-
1: everything you ever, you just mentioned <laughs> all those herbs. I'm like, oh, have it, have it, have it. That one still has the wrapper on it. You know, I yeah. just, I don't know what that is. Like, but if I'm really, really sick, I'll take everything that I have. Yeah. But I'm really bad about the maintenance of it. You I know, know? Most like people. this beautiful drink that you gave me. I have a juicer. I have a Vitamix. I Am I making the smoothies that Catherine McCord posts every day? So I can, know. No. You know what I mean? It's so interesting. I know. I think
0: it really does. It does take a lot of people that wake know, up, wake call. up call, which is so sad. I really, I just, it's human nature,
1: right? I don't know how to get around that. I, I mean, don't either I'm just taking for granted my. But it's interesting listening to you. What I'm in, what I'm kind of internalizing is, wow, I'm kind of tired, and my digestive has not been so great, and I could, I would like to wake up and feel great and energized and like I feel okay but I'm tired a lot and I go to bed when my son goes to bed which is 7 30 I go to bed at 7 30 every night I sleep until like 5 30 the next morning wow I need a lot of sleep but I've been thinking like that's so incredible to go to bed that early that is just that's a beautiful thing (laughs) or is it weird or is it like or is it that I'm too depleted Mm -hmm. you know I don't know
0: so you can't, can you not stay up past 7.30? Like it's like you can hardly keep I your guess eyes I open? I I
1: could. Yeah, I can hardly keep my eyes open. I can hardly keep my eyes open. I don't yeah. drink coffee. I do drink caffeinated tea in the morning. Several cups of caffeinated tea. Okay. But- I, yeah, it is it's just all the things you're talking about huh. it's inspiring me because I'm I know I'm not getting enough nutrients. I'm not getting enough vegetables. Even I, I interviewed Catherine a couple weeks ago and she said, "Oh, well, you know, the reason I do the smoothie challenge is because then I can get my kids out the door with a couple vegetables, a couple fruit servings. I'm like, god, I don't even get that in a couple days in my body." Right. Right. And it's so important and we learn that it's so important and I know it's a li- it's a lifeline. It's the life force. Yeah. Like fruit and veggies yeah. are really where it's at, yeah. Fruit, I have no problem. I can do. I'll eat a flat of raspberries, or I and I'll, I go to the farmers market, so I'll get the fresh stuff and just eat it, so it doesn't go yeah. bad.
0: Well, that's a good thing. You're doing but some good veggie, stuff there, but it's
1: because it's sweet, and I have a sweet tooth. Okay. okay, but anyway, yeah. so okay, yeah. I want to get back to your so Hashimoto. You <laughs> so you cured yourself of Hashimoto's. I went, yeah. I I don't. Am think I saying can, it right? Hashimoto. Yes, okay. Hashimoto.
0: I don't, don't think you ever can cure. It's, okay, it's like remission. So you're in remission. Okay. Yeah, because it could pop up again. But like, you're not symptomatic. I'm not symptomatic, and um, what happens a lot of times? I got Hashimoto's. I had the thyroid issue from the radiation, right. and then I had my first daughter. And so, when you have trauma to the body, uh. or you go through a trauma situation, I mean, somebody
1: could pass away, or any of those things. Sure. I mean, I'm yeah. So it it raised its ugly head, which then. you had multiple times. Two yeah. births. Yeah. And then your husband dying. Yeah. Yeah. So it would, it ebbs and flows. And <sighs> throughout those years, it got worse, it got better. Yeah.
0: Right. Trauma is really like tough on the body. And also stress, is you can imagine. Yeah. So, and lack of sleep and lack of nutrients.
1: So let's talk about your book, um, your first book, Cancer Hacks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I had another, um, Many of my guests have worked with, um, Dr. Christy Funk, <laughs> who's also amazing. amazing. And she, she's my doctor too. And, um, I know Claire Stansfield was one who, um, uh, a breast cancer survivor who's now a year, a year cancer free, um, and was saying that she changed everything to vegan and, um, under Christy's direction and, right. uh, green tea, green tea, green tea. And I was like, Oh, I can't, but green tea makes me so s- like spaz. And she said, no, just get to the decaf, you know? Mm-hmm. And so tell me about your book and what are some of the main points? I mean, we all are going to go out rush out and buy the book because we should just have it on our shelves. But what are some of the main points of, well, the,
0: I mean, for me, the main points are, um, there is another book that was written. I think she wrote it after me, but. Uh, um, it's called Radical Remission.
1: Okay. You ever heard of that I by haven't. Kelly Turner? Okay.
0: She did her PhD and she spent 10 years like interviewing stage four cancer survivors. Wow. And none of them did the Western like modalities. They all healed by, you know, just nutrition and mindfulness and all this stuff. There was nine factors that she came up with how all these people healed ac- across the board. Out of the nine, there were seven were emotional. Whoa. I know. It was really blew my mind, and one was food, one was supplements. So that I mean, in my book, it, I did talk about the stress and the trauma that I've experienced throughout my life, and you know, I think when you come into the world and it's a stressful environment, you're on high alert from day you know day one, and I don't think your body and your central nervous system and you're just you know everything that needs to stay calm and really keep you healthy throughout your lifetime is doesn't ever, you know, settle down and, and, and get to that calm, you know, place. Plus the biggest thing for me was I didn't love myself. Mm. Um, there was no self-love and it was constant beating up on myself and I'm not good enough. And, you know, I just don't measure up and, all of those things uh, I think a lot of us women do mm. go through. Yeah. And so that for me was huge. Um, and I learned a lot of that in therapy, but I really didn't get it until recently, like the how much I need the self-love. Mm. Um, so those emotional things were just huge. And But then in the book, it's all about what we were just talking about, just going back to the basics of eating just clean food organic food because our food supply is not so great these days, which yeah. is very sad. And just, you know, getting as much nutrients as you can. Um and the simple things, being hydrated. We don't yeah. drink enough, you know, water and our water is some of it is bad. Yeah. Um and we don't really just we don't fl- we don't eat enough fiber. Yeah. You know, because we don't we don't flush our system. You know, it's just like as somebody I interviewed for my show today said, uh, you know, like flax seeds are really incredible because they are yeah. like a rotor rooter for your, you yeah. know, intestines and your body. We need to get the to toxins and, yes. um, you know, crappy yeah. stuff out of our bodies. So, and we're just, we're eating so much animal protein and I'm, I'm a fan, such a fan of Dr. Funk's about that because I know she did a lot of research yes. and I'm still not a hundred percent vegan um, because somehow I just crave every once Me in a while. Me too.
1: <laughs> I just had steak last night. My son loves fillet. He's like, mom, can we have fillet tonight?
0: Yes. I mean, I just, I know I do. I still, every once in a while, and I love, you know, salmon and fish. So, but I do, I'm 80% vegan. And I do think animal protein does cause a lot of issues. And, but I'm also a big soy fan, and I was so happy when she came out with yes. the fact that we could have soy. Yes. And there's a lot of research behind it. Yes. That it's not that, you know, it's not so bad for us, and it's not so, you know, we're not going to get breast cancer because we eat some soy. Edamame. Yeah. Which is what I thought. I was
1: like, oh, I shouldn't have edamame because I right. have dense breasts. And like, I was just so misinformed. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, and that's what's happening
0: these days. Tofu, there's way yeah. too much information out there. Yeah. And conflicting information and all the different diets hit modalities, yeah. keto, intermittent, yeah. you know, all, all these, like, it's crazy. So, but I, I do, um, so the book is really just about, you know, just living a like lifestyle that is balanced, mm. um, and really tapping in to your emotional, do you, you know, are you passionate? Are you doing mm. what you love? Mm. You know, are you really serving yourself in regards to, I mean, you have one life, you are here for a reason, Yeah. but most of us really discard and discount ourselves. And um, it's really sad. Yeah, to it say. is.
1: But so, I mean, it's called cancer hacks, but it's really a life hack book, you know, for yeah, all of us and, and, and cancer prevention, of course. Right. Um, right it is. Wow. And it's, and like we talked about, it's like,
0: you know, just the, me- you know, getting tested for like heavy metals and mold or um, parasites. I mean, And when I, in the old days, when I was diagnosed, I did have a parasite as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's all those things are important to, you know, get tested for. And we all have those things. Yeah, we do. We
1: all live in this environment. And I mean, it's so funny. Like, I forget what it was, but somebody was freaked out about, Something at one of my kids, my kids' former school, something that was uh, pollutant. I'm, I'm forgetting what it was. And I said, are you kidding? We live in a, look at the, like, we're, we're on Highland and Franklin, you guys. Like, we're breathing in toxicity daily. True. Like, don't worry about the cleanliness of whatever it was. I forget what it was. I wish I could remember, but I know we do. We kind of go overboard too sometimes, right? With yeah. that. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I mean, yes, we need to be aware of that, but there's just, it's all around us. And yeah. so, you know, but I, I mean, listen, I have those air filters in every room of my house. Like That's a good thing. It helps. Yeah, I it, mean, helps. I, I think it helps. Any little bit
0: helps. And also yeah. if it makes you feel good exactly. that you're doing something good. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's huge yeah. because the mental part I think is more powerful, you know, than the food. Yeah. I mean, yeah. food is medicine, but that mental where you, you know, if you're telling yourself these negative things, your subconscious, yeah. you know. Yeah. It won't matter if you're juicing. Yeah. yeah. It won't matter if you're drinking this green juice. It's true. So, that's, so
1: you're are writing your second book currently? Or? I am
0: trying to. Okay. <laughs> the first book was really hard.
1: So, it's so hard to write a book. Really hard. But you don't know this until you sit down and do it. And then you're like, people do this? Like I know. it's so hard. So it is. Yeah. It's it's
0: really, really hard. I um
1: But you did it once. I so did you know it when you can do it again. <laughs>
0: yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I feel like. Um these days, I love doing so many other things. Yeah. So I, that's, what's hard. I mean, and your
1: girls are in college. Yeah. Like. Well,
0: my younger one is going to be 21 and she's, Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's in college. And my older one is out of college, graduated and works actually for a Reiki master, like a Reiki person, which is cool. So she's in the business. Is she, she here in LA? She's in, in LA. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah.
1: Yep. Cause I always think, Oh, my son's going to move to New I know he's going to move to New York. I'm sure. Or London or something. because who wouldn't want to do that at least for a little bit, but I know.
0: I hope he comes. I wish back. they did, but I love having her here. Yeah. yeah. It's really fun. That's so great. My other one might not come back, but yes.
1: I heard you say you're engaged.
0: Yes. Like Can permanently we engaged.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're engaged in life, we in know. Life. This, but you mentioned yes. fiance earlier. Yeah, so that's I've
0: exciting. Been with him for like 10 years. And um, I just at this time in my life, I don't really think I want to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's People just look at me sometimes cross-eyed about that. But I just feel like, you know, um, I love the freedom yeah. that it brings. And I also love the fact that I don't take him for granted. So every day I get to wake up and go, oh, I love being with you, you mm-hmm. know, like, and hopefully same for him. Yeah. Know that it's, we, I just don't want to go to that place where yeah. it's an automatic or, you know, I'm thinking. Yes.
1: So that's lovely. So you guys are on fianced, Yes. And that is just yes. where you I never are know resting. Yeah. in it? That's What so to lovely. call him
0: because it's partner or that yeah. sounds like a little. I know. I have a woman partner oh. maybe or. Right, yeah, right, right. Right. Boyfriend sounds yeah. so crazy when you're yeah, like 58 like, years yeah. old.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. So Congratulations. So all good. And he
0: has two boys as well and they're great and out of college. And so, yeah, it's been, it's really, it's, fun. It's fun to build a new family. And it's, he's really the one that has helped keep me planted my feet on the ground and helped me really do this. He's, he was, he like was someone who didn't really want to just be taking care of a woman in his life. Like he didn't want to just have a wife or, you know, fiance that didn't do something with her life. So he just helped me really get out there and be able to build a business and build, you know, something for myself. And wow, I can never thank him enough. Mm. Like it's such a beautiful thing. He just gives me so much security and like, just I feel really planted and calm with him. Mm. So Mm.
1: I didn't have that most of my life. That's so good. Well, you deserve it, sister. So happy for you. So we've come to the point where um. Perfect timing. I am going to ask you the three questions that I ask every guest, okay. and then we're going to go into a lightning round. So the first question is: What do you think about Alyssa when you hear the word MILF?
0: <laughs> I think about um yeah people when I when my husband passed away they call me a MILF uh huh so I think about a, a a older woman being with a younger man uh huh yeah
1: okay so yeah. Okay. Well, it's so
0: I, I didn't love it when they called me a MILF. So that was interesting. You know, yeah. it was sort of like, Ooh,
1: is that right? Some, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean to me? What yeah. does that mean about me? What is that? Yeah. And well, what's interesting is, so I asked this of every guest and everybody has a different take on it different experience with right. it. Um, but so it's from the the male coined acronym, which was from porn genre, mom, I'd like to puck. And um, and we curse on the show sometimes. So <laughs> I don't know why I said it softly, but because <laughs> this has been a very clean conversation. Uh, uh, but um we didn't have enough cursing. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get some in let's now. Get down. <laughs> so, but I when I adopted that for the name of the podcast, the subtitle is Mom, I'd like to follow. Because my whole thing is everything I've learned. Most things I've learned of value have been from other mothers. Wow. Yeah. Other women in general. Yeah. Yeah. But in particular, since I became a mother, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, (laughs) I was asking other moms, like, right, how'd you do this? How'd you do this? How are you? I was just lost. And so other moms led me and I literally followed other moms. So it was a riff on that and then a riff on the like Instagram following, you know. Okay. But it's an interesting. Uh, thing to see how people yeah. feel about that. Yeah. Uh, what is something you've changed your mind about recently?
0: I've changed my mind about the fact that um, it's really okay to get older and age. Yes. Because I was definitely fighting it and feeling very like that. I'm 58, going to be 59, and it feel you know it felt very you old. You look so good, girl. Thank you. you. I look so good, and I just I thought to myself, would I want to go back to those younger years? No. Not how I feel today because I feel so much better. So I'm okay aging. Yes.
1: I'm with you on that. I struggle with it still, but I'm also like... Yeah, I'm not 100%. (laughs) I'm not 100%, but I'm more just leaning into it. Yeah. And just getting comfortable, you know, in it. Right. Sometimes. (laughs) Right. Um, How do you define success?
0: I define success with feeling like incredibly calm, nurturing in my heart. Um, Like Mm -hmm. I just... Or, and grateful. Like, just, I know that word's being probably overused these days, but oh, I just never too much. I feel like that's my success, is I'm so grateful for my life and my adventures and what I've been able to accomplish and what I've been able to learn. All those obstacles that have been thrown in my way, basically, you know, were such a positive thing for me because I never would have gone down this road if I hadn't been slapped in the face. I was one of those that just needed to be slapped in the face or
1: well and look how many thousands of people that you've helped because of it. I mean that's such a gift. So okay, lightning round. Ocean or desert? Ocean. Favorite junk food. This will be interesting. French fries. (laughs) Oh my God, me too. I love French fries. Can't get enough. I love French fries. I almost tried to make homemade French fries, but I Chickened out because it was a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. I was yeah. like, um, movies or Broadway show? Broadway show. Daytime sex or nighttime sex? Daytime. Talking or texting? Talking. Cat person or dog person? Dog. <laughs> Have you ever worn a unitard? Yes. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> shower or bathtub? A shower. On a scale of one to 10, how good are you at ping pong? Probably a six and a half. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I played growing up. Oh, ice cream or chocolate? Chocolate. If you could push a button and have perfect skin for the rest of your life, but it would also give you incurable halitosis for the rest of your life, would you push it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Superpower choice. Invisibility, ability to fly, or super strength? Ability to fly. Mm. Would you rather have six fingers on both hands or a belly button that looks like foreskin? <laughs> I think I do have a belly button that looks like more skin.
0: (laughs) So um, definitely doing yoga the other day, looking in the mirror, I was like, "Mm." so um, yes, probably belly button because I could hide it.
1: What was the name of your first pet?
0: It was a dog,
1: Georgie girl. And what was the name of the street that you grew up on? Georgia. So your (laughs) name, the dog after the street, your porn name is Georgie, Georgia. Ooh, (laughs) That is a really good one. (laughs) That's super cute. She's a showgirl.
0: Georgie, Georgia. Yeah. I love it.
1: Georgie, Georgia. (laughs) Alyssa, you're such a treat. Thank you so much for being on the show.
0: I loved hanging out with you. Me too.
1: What a wonderful human you are. Oh, likewise. Such a treasure. Thank Thank you you so much. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed my conversation with Alyssa. And uh, next week on the show, we have Dr. Sarah Sarkis, who came to me through the World Wide Web. She found me on Instagram and contacted me wanting to come onto the show. And I'm so glad she did. What a brilliant woman. I mean, we had a wonderful conversation. I could have talked to her two more hours. Um, So I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you. Uh, Once again, just a reminder for every iTunes review left this month, $25 will be going from my bank account into lumos the charity for children getting children out of orphanages and into their family homes founded by jk rowling another badass would love to have her on the show just saying if you haven't picked up your copy of seven habits of baller milfs on my website please do milfpodcast.com it's a good read And I just want to thank all of my listeners. I love you guys so much. This is such a treat and a treasure for me to be able to bring you these beautiful, wonderful women. I really feel that the deepest form of healing comes from sharing our stories with each other so that we feel less alone. Um, And I'll be talking to you guys next week. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.